You know our trusted partner, TireRack.com, for their fast, free shipping, free road hazard protection, convenient installation options, and their great selection of best tires, like the highly consumer-rated Michelin Cross Climate 2. But did you know they sell other automotive products? Wheels, brakes, suspension, just to name a few. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. AirPods Pro with adaptive audio. Automatically keeps out the sounds you don't want to hear so you can listen to your music. And lowers your music to let in the sounds you do need to hear. Hi there. Hi, what can I get you? I'll have a strawberry mango coconut probiotic smoothie with wheatgrass. Anything else? Extra wheatgrass. Here you go. AirPods Pro with adaptive audio. Available on AirPods Pro second generation when enabled. The volume. Football is officially back. No more preseason games. The regular season is here. Listen, we all like watching football on TV, but nothing's better live and in person. And the best way to get tickets to any of these games is at game time. The fastest growing ticket app in the entire United States. For last minute, amazing deals on tickets to see your favorite football team in September. Go download Game Time right now. And it's not just for football. Baseball playoff games, comedy shows, concerts all across the country. Download the Game Time app and use the redeem code Colin, C-O-L-I-N, $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, download the Game Time app. The redeem code is Colin. That's my name, C-O-L-I-N, $20 off if you do that, no matter where you live. Get out and have some fun this weekend, baby. Download the Game Time app today. Last minute tickets, lowest prices guaranteed. Game Time. Hi, everybody. How about that? I think we watched two really good football teams, both with improved defenses, and neither played particularly well tonight. So starters over the last few years are playing fewer snaps in preseason, and I thought that was fairly evident. Uh, we've seen that in college football with a transfer portal. Uh, you know, you don't have a preseason in college football. It can get choppy, even for the great teams like Ohio State. Um, these are these are much better defenses. Kansas City relied on a lot of young players. They didn't have Chris Jones tonight, yet generated a really good pass rush, uh, batted down several Jared Goff throws, including a crucial fourth and two late. Now, they lost the game, but that was a big moment. So, uh, you know, and they've got, you know, Nick Bolton's a tremendous young linebacker. They've got some young studs in the secondary. So if you're if you're a Kansas City, that's a pretty good defensive performance because the Lions are going to light some people up. That O line, Goff, Amaron, St. Brown, running game, Detroit's going to drop some thirty bombs on people. And I thought Kansas City's defense, all those young players, another year in camp, 
Another offseason under Spags. I thought the Chiefs defense was really impressive and generated against a great O-line, a pretty consistent pass rush without Chris Jones. So for Kansas City, it all is not lost. You didn't have Kelsey. You didn't have Chris Jones. And, um, you know, you missed Kelsey. There's 1% of the players in this league are worth, I mean, take out quarterbacks. There may be 20 players in this league that are worth a point to a point and a half. And Travis Kelsey's one of them. And when you lose a Tyree Kill, a Juju Smith-Schuster, Travis Kelsey becomes even more crucial. I mean, how many passes did Tony drop tonight? How many passes um, did Kansas City drop tonight? You really, I mean, Travis Kelsey would have gotten a dozen 13, 14 targets, made nine to 10 catches, probably for over 100 yards. So they really missed Travis Kelsey tonight. His ball security, his hands, his dependability on big third down plays. And that, that, that's not an excuse. That's probably the difference in the ball game. Kelsey is, is that much of a security blanket in key spots. It's like Brady and Gronk. He just is great, great players. Edelman, Gronk, how big were they in playoff games, big games on third down or fourth down in the red zone for Tom Brady? Even great players have players they depend on. Um, let's talk to Troy. I didn't think they played necessarily that great. I thought their O-line struggled at pass protect. I, I didn't think they could generate much of a run game early. And that's with a good O-line. But again, it's the cohesion is very difficult. You're on the road. It's loud. Uh, Kansas City played very well defensively up front. Spags is a great defensive coordinator. So I, I thought the Lions have addressed. I mean, they've really, the last two drafts, uh, the Lions know um, you know, most of their talent was on the offensive side. So their front office has done a good job. Branch had a pick six. Hutchison's a tremendous, he's not TJ Watt yet, but he is a tremendous, he's not a Bosa yet, but he is excellent, consistent pass rusher, great motor, never stops out of Michigan. So if you're, if you're the Lions tonight, if I'm a Lions fan, my take is, I didn't think we even played that great in the first half. I thought where you saw the Lions strength is as the game wore on, that offensive line, they had that nine-play drive in the fourth quarter. Then they had, they picked up uh, a first down late, trying to kill the clock. That's just, you know, these games, defenses early in games, Kansas City, consistent pass rush, young defense. All of a sudden, that nine-play drive, Goff made a couple of big throws. They start, and it was a power run game. It, it was clever. They had different looks, but it was not a finesse run game on that nine-play drive. It was a power run game. And you could see it felt a little bit like, to me, uh, that O-line kind of exerted its power a little bit in that drive. Um, again, I think two really good teams, two clearly improved defenses, um, neither played particularly well. So if you're Kansas City, Travis Kelsey was clearly missed. Chris Jones didn't feel like he was. But Travis Kelsey was clearly missed with all the drops. And I think if you look at Detroit, you're like, we didn't play particularly well. Uh, couldn't Some mishaps in the first half. Um, I didn't even think, I know everybody loves the OC Ben Johnson for the Lions. I didn't love his play calling in certain spots tonight. I really didn't. On fourth and two in the fourth quarter, I'm like, where are my notes here? Uh yeah, fourth and two, there's a, a minute or so, a minute and a half, two minutes left, uh, maybe two and a half. I, run the ball. You just had a nine-play power run drive. Like, run the ball. They didn't pass, batted down. So I think Detroit is flying home tonight thinking, 
Dan Campbell said in that locker room, guys, this was not flawless football. We just beat the world champs on the road. We didn't play that great in spots. Our pass protection wasn't great. Couldn't run the first ball, uh, football in the first half. Goff a lot of passes, batted down. But I think what you saw with that fake punt early in the game, I think Detroit came in with a mindset. We're taking big swings here. Okay, we're not we're not playing the world champs and going conservative. To beat Mahomes, got to take a lead, got to take big cuts, big swings. Can't play not to lose. I mean, how many times have we seen that with Mahomes? It, you you got to play aggressive football. And so they came in with an attitude. And I think that's what Dan Campbell has provided. Do I think he's schematically brilliant? Well, he's built a very good staff. So he knows people. That's clear. The front office has done a really good job to build this O-line and the defense up over the last couple of years. Um, I, you know, when, when I do these hits, everybody always feels good about the winning team. If I'm Detroit, we didn't play that great, and we won in Kansas City. I think Travis Kelsey was missed. I mean, man, a lot of drops. Now, the other thing, I don't think Mahomes played particularly well. I thought he was behind. Uh, the timing was off. This is the downside to not playing quarterbacks in the preseason much. I thought Mahomes was really hit and miss. I mean, he short hopped a deep ball. He never does that. Uh, behind on two or three guys. Now, the drops didn't help. But, you know, again, when you don't have your security blanket, your Edelman or your Gronk for Brady, you're forcing stuff. The timing's not perfect. So you have young guys. Sky Moore's a young guy. I don't have Kelsey. I didn't play much in the preseason. This is what it looks like. So it's a go-either-way game. The Lions get that big drive, that nine-play drive late. Um, wasn't pretty. Was was not an artistic masterpiece. <laughs> I don't think either team played particularly well. But a tip of the cap to the Lions. Good for them. I had them winning uh, the NFC North. I think they're I, they're my team. I think I think in that division uh, amongst the Bears, the Packers, and the Vikings, I think they have the best offensive line. I think they edge Green Bay for the best offensive line. I think Goff uh, is better than Kirk Cousins, uh, not as athletic, but a better pocket guy than Justin Fields, better than Jordan Love. So I, I think the O line and the quarterback. I think the Lions have the best. Um, groups in their division. And I think their defense has improved. They've, the branch Hutchison, they've hit in a couple guys. So it's an exciting time. It's my wife is from Michigan. She doesn't follow sports or care about it, but she knows, she knows about the lions and she knows about Michigan football. <laughs> so, um, good for Detroit. And they've had some lean decades, but uh, I felt big. It felt big for them. And I like the way Detroit won. I like that nine play drive in the second half. That's just Dan Campbell. That's that's biting kneecaps. That's big, tough, physical, power running. Um, nice W. We're here, baby. Football's here. We're going to bring in J-Mac of the herd, Jason McIntyre, to play a new game every week called The Vaulted Challenge. Okay, so we're excited to be using the Vaulted app. It's spelled V-L-T-E-D. Vaulted is a place where you can store your sports predictions and participate in cash prize pools without any entry fee. How cool is that? You can prove you're smarter than all your friends using the Vaulted Challenge app. I'm issuing three challenges to J-Mac around this weekend's game. He can either accept or reject my vaulted challenge. So here we go. My prediction, Kenny Pickett throws for more yards 
than Brock Purdy of San Francisco. I'm risking three units. Agree or disagree? I disagree, Colin. I like Brock Purdy in this spot. I know it's a road game. We don't know the status of George Kittle, but this is a this is a game where he's going to have to put the ball up in the air. I think 30, 35 pass attempts because I think they're going to be playing from behind, and I don't think they're going to be able to run on this nasty Pittsburgh defensive front. Um I think this is probably a 250-yard passing game for Purdy, and I don't know that Pickle will get there, mostly because the defense will do the job. I like Pittsburgh in the game, and I like Purdy through the air. Next up, Texans-Ravens. I predict Lamar Jackson has more total touchdowns than the entire Texans offense. I'm risking seven units on this one. Agree or disagree? Yeah, I'm going to agree with you there. I'm surprised it wasn't 10 units. Goodness gracious. I mean, Lamar, this could be a bloodbath. I don't see the Texans stopping Lamar. He's never had this many weapons. Odell Beckham, Zay Flower. Like, they really are in line here to put up 40 and make a statement. We've got a new offensive coordinator. We're moving on to a new era. And Texans and D'Amico Ryans, I'm sorry. It's an uphill challenge. You don't have the 49ers defense you had last year. Final challenge, Packers-Bears. I'm going to predict Justin Fields... Chicago quarterback has more rushing yards than Aaron Jones, the top running back for Green Bay. I'm risking two units. Agree or disagree? It smells like a trap. I'm going to go ahead and disagree with you, Colin. I think this is an Aaron Jones game. If you've seen the injury reports, Romeo Dobbs and Christian Watson are like, we don't know if they're, they're not practicing earlier in the week. It's like, how healthy are they? Then you look at the weapons outside and not Jordan Love's not going to have many. I think this is a heavy Aaron Jones game, probably with a dose of uh, Mr. Dillon behind him. I think Justin Fields, we know what he can do getting loose, but all signs indicate Fields is going to want to win from the pocket this year. He can't take the beating he took last year. So I think Fields' rushing yards probably diminished a little bit. Aaron Jones, I got him on all my fantasy teams. This is probably a 125-150 game from Aaron Jones. All right, Colin, my first challenge to you is that Baker Mayfield, your favorite quarterback, will have more passing yards than Kirk Cousins. I'm risking four units on this one. Agree or disagree? I agree. Um, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers have shown no ability in the last two years to run the football. Uh, Baker's going to be forced to throw. I like their weapons. Um, th this is one of those games that I don't like Tampa to win. I think they'll trail. I think they'll have to throw. I think they'll have no run game. I agree. Hmm, interesting. All right, let's go to my next one. Uh, Texans-Ravens, CJ Stroud's debut. I predict he will have less than two touchdown passes. I'm risking only one unit here because this, like I said earlier, could be a bloodbath and he's airing it out. Uh, would you agree or disagree? I'm going to disagree because I think they'll trail and have to throw the ball, Ravens in a prevent defense late, and CJ will actually get those, you know, classic last two to three drive yards and touchdowns to elevate his overall numbers. I think they trail. I think it could be ugly. He'll get a lot of those padded stats that don't mean much, but I disagree. Garbage time. All right, we'll wrap up with my final prediction. Most confident here, Russell Wilson has more than 235 and a half passing yards against the Raiders. I'm putting nine units on this one, Colin. A lot of confidence. Agree or disagree? I agree. And I think Denver wins and probably comfortably Denver at home. Sean Payton was coach of the year with the Saints his first year. He figures stuff out quickly. I work with him in TV. He figures stuff out quickly. Raiders are a bit of a mess. The Chandler Jones drama, I don't love. Don't love ownership. New front office. I agree. I think Russell, new slimmer Russell, running more play action Russell. 
I think he has a pretty good day. If you want to prove you're smarter than all your friends, go download the Vaulted app and use the challenge feature. V-L-T-E-D, the Vaulted app. Week one, join my pool. No entry fee can win up to $5,000. Can you believe we've had seven months without an NFL game? That's crazy, right? Well, good thing that's over. The NFL is here. And DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the National Football League, is giving you an offer, a can't-miss offer, for week one. This week, new customers can get $200 in bonus bets instantly when you bet just five bucks on any NFL game. DraftKings is hooking everybody up with game day greatness. All customers, all of them, take advantage of two new offers every single game in September. Check the app to see what you get. Download right now and use the code Colin, C-O-L-I-N, that's me, to sign up. New customers can take home $200 in bonus bets instantly by just betting five bucks. That's code Colin, me, on DraftKings Sportsbook, an official betting partner of the National Football League. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. In New York, call 877-8-H-O-P-E-N-Y or text HOPE-N-Y-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort, 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. See dkng.co slash football for eligibility, terms, and responsible gaming resources. Bonus bets expire seven days after issuance. Eligibility and deposit restrictions apply. Winter's coming here in L.A. That means more rain. For others, a wintry combination of sleet, slush, snow, and ice. Whatever winter means to you, Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. All-season tires. All-weather tires. Dedicated winter tires. Go to TireRack.com. Use the Tire Decision Guide to get personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from a full line of Vredestein tires. Ship fast and free to you or one of over 10,000 recommended installers. You'll get free road hazard protection for a couple of years. Mobile tire installations available all over the country. Have you heard about this? They bring new tires to your home or work. Install them on site. Game changer. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin. See their Vredestein test results and special offers. They've been at this for over 40 years. Trust me, they're experts. TireRack.com slash Colin. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Busy weekends are a breeze with American Express Platinum Card. 8 a.m., wait to board plane in the Centurion Lounge. <sighs> Much better. 2 p.m., grab seats for the game. 
6 p.m., book an exclusive reservation with Resi Global Dining Access. Right this way. Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to the Centurion Lounge, must-see live events, and exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. Well, for the last several years, it has been uh, hopefully a part of your gaming habits where I play appropriately the square. Although uh, last year I hit 55, 56% of my games and had a winning opening week, which I'm not prone to do because I tend to be like a boxer. I feel out the opposition. And so my week one history is pretty lame. And the sharp is, as always, Chad Millman, the Action Network. All of our odds provided by DraftKings, our new partner. So let's just, I'm going to just ease my way into it. You know, I, there's a lot of, th- I'll tell you one of my, I talked about this all off season. And I don't know if I'm going to make it a bet, but I said, Shane Steichen's great. I've seen him work magic with two young quarterbacks, and I have no idea, nor does Jacksonville know what the hell they're getting from Anthony Richardson. I'm not going to make that one of my picks, but a rivalry game, you know we're going to be stunned by something week one. So I just want a feeler on that. Because I think Jacksonville is coming in with pressure and has no idea what they're getting. And I think for three hours, you can upset people when they, it's just the element of surprise. What would you say? I'd say you don't need a couple of weeks to feel things out right now, Colin. You are as sharp as a knife. The only reason I haven't done is yet is because Jacksonville is such a public team that I know money is going to come in on them during the weekend. And by Sunday, I might get a better number. I might get Indianapolis plus five and a half, plus six. So I'm just waiting for that. But look, in previous years, we've seen this. Jacksonville hosts Indianapolis in week one, and everybody knows you're going to bet on Indianapolis, but you bet on Jacksonville because they're the worst team and they're getting huge number. It's the only game they win all year. And then Indianapolis turns around and is fine. Now the situation is reversed. Jacksonville is everybody's darling. They love Trevor Lawrence. This is a terrible offensive line, maybe one of the worst offensive lines in the NFL. And they're without Cam Robinson for the first four weeks of the year. This is going to be Indianapolis's one of their best chances to win. Um, so I love, love, love Indy as an underdog here. All right. Well, I'm going to bet that game. I just decided. Okay, here's another one. So I'm going to say something, and you are going to tell your friends off air He doesn't know what he's talking about. But here's my theory, because you would not be rude. But I've always had this thing about the number four in betting. So when I see three and a half, I'm going to take the hook in most instances. But four is different. Vegas and the wise guys are telling you, we don't need the hook. The favorite's the better team. So Sean Payton won coach of the year first year in New Orleans. His shit works fast. And we don't doubt the talent here. It's just the culture. Here's what I saw. Russell Wilson loses weight. By the second preseason game, they do one series. And Sean's like, okay, seen enough. I'm not showing you anything else. I think Sean, remember the first preseason game? They played four series. In one week, all of a sudden, that next series, you're like, ooh, that looks good. Sean closed the books. We're done. I think Denver comes out. They're great opening weeks in the altitude. They beat the desert team. 
Denver minus four, sharper square. Yeah, I think your your instincts are all right. Um, I love Denver. I one of my biggest bets is Denver to win the AFC West. Uh, I, I also <laughs> I, listen. I you, you you have to think about what you just said, right? Think about Sean Payton. Think about a defense. Think about a defense that gave up more than 20 points once in the first 11 weeks of the year. They could have won so many games if their offense could have scored two and a half touchdowns in the first 11 games of the year. They lost multiple games in overtime. It wasn't until the end of the year where they had completely lost themselves that their defense started to fade a little bit. They've got really good skill position players. You got to believe that Sean Payton is worth several wins on top of what they did last year, certainly like them at over eight and a half wins. And why not? Like, it's not going to be the Kansas City show every single year in the AFC West. And there's always a team, 18 of the past 20 years, Colin, a team goes from worst to first in the division. Why not Denver? So all that said, this game is kind of a pass for me (laughs) because I don't like the number. I think four is actually too much. And you're talking about a divisional game First game of the year, there's a couple spots here where I I like the favorite a lot, uh, but I don't like the number in these scenarios, and this is one of those games. All right, I'm going to go to the one o'clock window. This has been much discussed in the herd. I don't know if you've heard, but it's a very popular show nationally. The kids adore it. Tell me about it. The old people tolerate it. So yeah. I'm going to take Pittsburgh plus the points. I don't love DraftKings has it at plus two. I like 2.5. I like two and a half. Okay, but... Um, when TJ Watts healthy, they win. Mike Tomlin is as good a coach as the league has when he's backed into a corner. He's playing a more talented team. Everybody's disrespecting Kenny Pickett. That's, I don't like Tomlin as a favorite, but as a, as a home dog, I remember a couple years ago when he went to Buffalo and they walked in there with an old big Ben. I'm like, what did I just watch? I'm going to take the points with Pittsburgh. Kenny Pickett once at the end of the year, he moved the chains. What do you think? Sharper square. You are so freaking sharp on this, Colin. Uh, on the Favorites podcast, uh, which you know well, this yes. was my executive decision, meaning it's a must-bet game. I love Pittsburgh here. Truth be told, I loved Pittsburgh when the lines opened in, I don't know, May or June, and they were three-point underdogs at home. I think Kenny Bickett is a baller. I love him as a quarterback for this team. San Francisco, look, they're going to be a team that everyone loves to potentially make the Super Bowl. As a road favorite, Kyle Shanahan is not great, just 10 and 11 against the spread. But what you said about Mike Tomlin, Mike Tomlin is the best underdog coach in the past 20 years. Literally the most profitable underdog coach in the past 20 years. They are 53, 30, and four as an underdog uh, under Mike Tomlin, the, the uh, Pittsburgh is. So I love this team. I kind of love them outright. Like Tomlin does really well. He's 2019 uh, and covering like as a outright as an underdog. So this is a great game to bet. Also, let me say one thing. TJ Watt, huge game changer. Don't forget, he was injured for a lot of the season last year, right? Yeah. Eight and two straight up and against the spread. 
Pittsburgh is when TJ Watt is on the field last year. So this is a much different team with TJ Watt. You got to back. You got to back Pittsburgh here. As a young child, the kids in the neighborhood would call me contrarian Colin. I'm going to take New York plus three and a half. Here's why. Daniel Jones may have a ceiling, but he doesn't lose you games. He had five picks. He's a a bigger, stronger, more athletic version of Alex Smith. There's a ceiling. But in year two with Brian Dable, they've added an element of Darren Waller. They're now very good at tackle, both sides. Their second round pick could be the best young center in the game. Barkley's in-house. I like their defensive front. Kayvon Thibodeau, a second year. I don't like Dallas's head coach. I'm not in love with the offensive line coach. Their best coach is their defensive coordinator. And Dak has become a pocket passer. That's what he is now. Second year, Brian Dable at home. The world loves Dallas. I don't think New York is a great team, but I don't see them going off a cliff with Brian Dable. I'm going to take three and a half and New York sharper square. Totally sharp. You're making the exact right move. Um, I know that New York is a better team, but close spread division rivals. What's really interesting about New York, and there's a similarity with Minnesota, the narrative for both teams is that they won a lot of close games. The narrative for Minnesota is that there's going to be huge regression, that they will not be able to do the same thing. The narrative for New York is that Brian Dable is such a good coach, a lot of the, a lot of the success they had is repeatable. And we're all sort of falling into that trap a little bit that he is so good, he will win his team games in ways that other coaches can't. I firmly believe that New York is the right side in this game because of Brian Dable, because of some of the things you just said about the talent they've added. Um, It'll be very interesting to see if this narrative holds and if he is good enough to keep this team in close games the way he did last year. It's a big game, so let's play it. So... I don't love that Vaughn Miller is out for Buffalo, and I don't love that Leslie Frazier just decided to leave the franchise. But Buffalo's well-coached. Josh Allen is in his prime. You don't have to love either offensive line, but old quarterbacks bad at tackle is a real concern. We can say we don't like the Stephon Diggs drama. We know it's going to be fine week one. Okay, we're, we're not worried about a blow up now. It was the end of last year. I get, an, I get a quarterback in his prime. They got the best tight end in the draft. They're healthy outside of Von Miller. I, I don't like, when Tom Brady went to Tampa, what did he say? Tristan Wirfs. Stafford fell apart when the O-line did. Young quarterbacks, Josh Allen, Lamar Jackson, Herbert. Herbert set rookie records with a terrible O-line. I think Aaron's going to get prickly really fast. This is a bad O-line. I'm going to take Buffalo minus two and a half. Sharper square? Square. Uh, This is a bad spot. This is a bad spot for Buffalo, and it's a good spot for New York. And I'll preface all of what I'm going to say by saying I have Buffalo going to to the Super Bowl, and I am fading New York every chance I get. If it's the right spot, this is not the right spot. I th- I think it's one of the, I think in a week, we're going to love Buffalo and we're going to hate New York. But one thing New York has going for it, A, it's at home, 
prime time Aaron Rodgers. If he's ever going to shine, this is the spot. B, they've got a tremendous defensive line. Buffalo's offensive line is just not that good. And so while Josh Allen is incredibly athletic and in his prime and will be able to make people miss and cover up, up people's mistakes, he can't do it the whole game against a really good New York defense. So this game probably should be closer to pick and you're getting two and a half points of value. Uh, we got, we, you know, on the podcast and the favorites, we, we get calls from professional betters all the time. This was the game they could not wait to hammer. Okay. As is. You did great though, Colin. You did really good. Well, contrarian. I don't want you to feel bad about yourself. Got that moniker as a child. Okay. Contrarian. On the tough. You grew up with a lot of wise guys, did you? (laughs) The tough streets of Graylin, Washington. Okay. (laughs) You always convince me of a game to take. A lot of people like Washington this week. I don't know. Give me the game you think I missed, overlooked. How gross do you want to be? Oh, I. this is the game you play. I, listen, I can be gross. Because I I could go try to get you to take Houston oh, at plus 10. God. The only No, I don't want to go. No, I, can't, I can't do it. Dog. You know, I hate big numbers. I hate big favorites. I know, but that's, that, that is, that is definitely a game I'm going to be, be, be betting. But how about this? And I'm surprised you didn't mention this one. Why not Cleveland hosting Cincinnati? Cleveland is another one similar to Denver. I bet Cleveland to win the AFC North. Uh, this has, this team has a top five offensive line. They've got a top five defensive line an incredibly talented roster, a really good coach. You're betting on Deshaun Watson getting back to mid-level form, but Joe Burrow, he's been injured. Week one can be challenging. We don't know what we're getting out of that team yet. Uh, They're on the road. This is the spot where you find out what kind of talent and competition Cleveland can live up to. Uh, I, I smash Cleveland. Love this spot for Let that. me throw this one at you. Just interested in your perspective. We both love Chicago. I'm going to stay away from this game. A lot of people like Green Bay here. What say you? Yeah, the wise guys like Green Bay here a lot, more than they like Chicago. And I think it's, uh, they liked it and started pounding it when the line was at about two and a half. Look, there's been so much hype for Chicago. I obviously love Chicago. I'm from there. Um, I talk about them often. I'm not convinced that this is going to be a team you want to bet on early. They've still got a lot of offensive line issues. We don't know how accurate Justin Fields can be with DJ Moore. Um, the defense is atrocious. It's still a team that finished three and 14, lost 10 games in a row. Like it is not a good spot for them. I think there's a lot more to love for a Green Bay's roster from top to bottom. And the fact that they have seen enough of Jordan Love to feel good that he can be someone who can potentially win this game outright. So as a short underdog, the professionals are back in Green Bay. I'm going to stay away from Miami this year because of Tua. I'm staying away mostly. I think that's right. Uh, I, I like Los Angeles here. Um, it's a tricky game, though. It's a real, there's a lot of tricky games. And the other game, by the way, I know we're, I know we're, we're ending our time here, but we did not talk about New England and Philadelphia, which is another game. What? The wise guys love New England. So I like New England, 
but I worry about the right side of their own line. Listen, from everyone who, who knows more than me, call Cosell. Does Cosell care about the right tackle? Does he have the right tackle who's filling in graded that much below the right tackle who's injured? The line moved half a point off of that news. So New England is now a four-point underdog. I would take New England in this spot. Well, I'm not going to have a cocktail. It's Thursday game night, so I'll have clarity to sleep on that. You may have convinced me on that one. That right tackle. That right tackles everything. I do what I can. (laughs) (laughs) This is why why professional bettors watch preseason games. People think, oh, why would you bet on preseason game? Why would you watch preseason? Professional bettors watch preseason games. I've been in the room with them when they're talking about this because they are grading the backup tackle and the backup guard late in the second quarter, in the third quarter, all the way through to the fourth quarter, because that does make a difference for a lot of teams when it comes to betting on them later in the season when you start to get banged up. So um, this isn't important. Right tackle, you joke, but it's it's important. But I don't think it's going to matter. You know, when you're in a room full of professional bettors, you know what's different about you? You're the only one with a beautiful redhead. He has, folks, he has a beautiful. Yeah. Well, that would go for you too. My wife look like sisters. You, uh, very few pro sports gamblers um, have beautiful wives. That's just a random generalization. (laughs) (laughs) By the way, I think they would say, oh, Colin, you're being contrarian. Sharper Square, all odds provided by DraftKings, my friend. Awesome. See you later. The Volume. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. That makes us FACET for life now, I guess. (laughs) Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere. Like in the parking lot at your kid's peewee championship game. A trophy bigger than your five-year-old is blocking the rear windshield of the car in front of you. As they reverse into you, you're stuck on defense. And if you don't have the right auto insurance coverage, this crash could drain your athletic fund. So switch to Allstate, save money, and get protected from mayhem like this. Based on coverage selected, subject to terms, conditions, and availability. Savings vary.